0: A series of big life events that kind of happened. That kind of, you know, big, big. A like lot my marriage broke, and you know, I had four kids, and I had, and I had them by myself, and I was going through a massive healing time. and Dig pretty much saved my life, really. To tell you the truth.
1: Welcome to the Power Within podcast. I'm your host Nat Adams. Today's episode is a little different from previous episodes. I'm speaking with Ty Criddle from Om Dig Healing. Ty uses sound therapy to help people overcome traumas, recover from addictions or simply to release the stresses of living in today's world. So I met Ty earlier this year when I attended one of his sound therapy journeys. I actually speak to him about that as well. I never know really what to call it but it was certainly an event that I'll remember. It was something that was different for me it was spiritual and allowed me to find myself uh, take time out to meditate take time to really reach deep and release some of those caught up energies and emotions that i didn't actually realize i had so i talked to ty about how his sound healing helps people and i dive into what led ty to become a sound therapist we talk about his past and how he got into music i also speak to ty about his upcoming rebirth of sound that he believes is really making a big difference in many people's healing transformations i'll link in the show notes how you can find ty i hope you enjoy today's podcast some other just not waste any of your time and just get straight into it um because I'm so excited to have you on my podcast. So thank you. I really appreciate it. It's um you're someone I've I've definitely wanted to talk to. And after being to a couple of your sound healing events, I wanted to know more about you. <laughs> so tell tell us firstly a little bit about what you actually do. What what's your sound healing? How do you help people and what instruments, all that kind of thing? Tell us a bit about what you actually do.
0: Well, I think, can I ask you a question first? I don't a question with a question, but what did you experience when you came to my healing?
1: Oh, um, total peace, um, it, like being in a meditation state. So I do meditate, and it just took the meditation to another level. Um, a bit, I guess because all senses were involved, not just calming the senses. It was actually allowing the senses to be... Um, oh, it's hard to put in words, Ty. That's a hard one. Yeah, just really, like, the next, I slept so well. Yeah, just at peace, really peaceful, very peaceful.
0: No, thank you. Good to hear, yeah, because that's why I asked the question because um, it helps people in so many myriads of ways beyond my understanding. So I kind of, mm-hmm. that's been the journey is to, like, like let go. And every container is always different. You're helping people in different ways depending on what they're needed. What's mm-hmm. needed for them. So, no healing is ever the same that I do, as a lot of people do say to me. You know, it's never the same because you're kind of, you know, you're working the cycles, you're working the moon cycles. There's so many things at play, there's so many energies at play given that particular time, what's happening um, for them and what's happening, how the energy is individually affecting them. So, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, when you get into those spaces, um, usually everyone comes. Um, Bringing the same, even though it's an individual energy, there's definitely the same themes that happen given a particular time. Yeah, I always find. And
1: I imagine wherever you actually hold the ceremony or what do you call it? Do you call it a ceremony or a healing event? Or is there
0: a name for it? Just Omdich healing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Omdige healing. Yeah, it's always, I think, I think, I think names and labels and, you know, it's, I think if you're holding the sacredness of it it's just you can call it a ceremony you can call it a healing you can call it a journey it's just
1: yeah depending what's
0: there you, what and the location happening.
1: of it changes the energy too so you know like if you're outdoors oh, I imagine it would be different to being amongst different people too because different people bring different energy so I, I totally understand what you mean when you say every event completely different because the two i experienced were completely different because the location was completely different so yeah
0: and the and the and the the energies there were completely different the people were different and i may have been different i'm always changing and evolving out of every healing so it's kind of yeah it's kind of that's always the journey to just you know the expansion after every healing to get the learning out of it and it's just another level of learning. So your healing's my healing, my healing's your healing. You've got to always keep that mind. especially as a full empath, you've got to kind of, you know, you've got to kind of fully let go and really acknowledge the learning you're getting from every person in the room. And because you're feeling everything, so yeah. So, and I always say in all my healing speak particularly the rebirth of sound, which which has been happening for the last few months, which I had to. This container that I have to, had to actually, uh, that evolved that I actually had to create because people were having big releases. Yeah. Okay. And it was just organically happening. So I was, so I just had to call it. So people were kind of knew what they were walking into because it was just organically happening. So, you know, when you're working in those big containers, you kind of, um, you know, you you're kind of that complete letting go towards there. That's always the journey. So when it, when it's hitting you, you just know that it's in you as well because the, the big thing that people say when they walk into the healing space, is, oh, I'm wearing everybody's energy. Or, oh, it's not mine. I'm wearing that. I'm wearing this, where the complete definition of oneness <laughs> is it wouldn't have landed if it wasn't in you.
1: Yeah, yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. That does you make know, sense.
0: it's triggered something in you that needs to release. So people have these protections up all the time and you, you, you need them. You kind of need them you know, you kind of need them. But the challenge is to draw up all your protections and be totally vulnerable in those spaces. And when it hits you to actually have the tools, when when it hits you to have the tools to work it through by using your own sound to claim your own space. again. so when it hits you, the power of our own sound has been so pushed down. Our own vibration, we are all vibration. When I'm in the room, when you hear me sounding and and people call it shamanic, channeling at the same time i'm tuning into people's energy energies guides whatever you want to call it and it's just like the sounds are coming to what's needed to release and that's protecting me at the same time protecting me at the same time it's actually working stuff through me as well so it keeps me safe and keeps everyone in the room safe yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, by, by working by working the energy through constantly and the didgeridoo is the most powerful tool i've ever come across it just it's the most powerful cleanser it just kind of puts everything where it's supposed to go you know yeah. and and stuff when you really surrender to the to the budja um the great mother energy whatever you want to call it the earth when you totally surrender and feel that energy coming through you you're kind of being asked to surrender and let go even even more and let go of that sense of self you know Definitely. which is oneness, like, You know, which is, which is it's a whole deep concept in itself. Coming out of every healing, you kind of, oh, I could have let go even more, I could have let go even more, because you feel the protection coming in. You feel yourself closing up, and everyone will feel the same in every healing where they feel themselves closing up. And that's the fear coming in of their own power, that no one knows what love is, which is the real healing, which is healing energy, the earth energy. So it's kind of like this constant process of allowing the layers of protection to come off. Yeah. It's always life, a lifelong process that childlike curiosity again and you know, realize there's so much more instead of that heaviness. Oh, there's so much more. I've already worked on that. Why is it coming up again? <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like it'll keep coming up again on a different level.
1: So can you explain yeah. to me if someone new coming to one of your um healings, what can they expect? So if they walk in for the first time, what tell just paint the picture? What are they gonna what what do
0: they expect so what um, um well i've kind of set, I've, I've kind of i've kind of set it up now that people know what they're walking into like if you look at my write-ups now they completely changed so i i've gone away from doing conventional sound healing so to speak and making people aware this is not a conventional sound healing this is not a place to a relaxation space it's not none of that it's a place to come and shift stuff So, and that could present as deep relaxation, it could, it it could present as deep trauma release, it could present as anything, but it's creating the safety in that space for whatever is there to come out. It could be a deep, beautiful journey, you know, but then it could be a deep releasing journey, whatever is there. I mean, I've, I've had spaces since I've been doing the reverse, and it was happening before, which is why I had to call it, where as soon as people hit my energy field, they're just releasing straight away without me even doing it, you know, they're just starting to cry and that yeah. stuff's yeah. coming out of them straight away. So it's kind of like, I, and that was me res, resisting my own, what I do, my own gift, which is why I'm big on everyone, like, you know, like getting into gifts and powering the gifts. The more I pushed my gift down, the more it, was, it wasn't good for anyone. So I just had to embrace what I did and realise that when people hit, hit these energy fields, hit, hit my energy field, hit these spaces, that stuff's going to come up. stuff's gonna come
1: up when i went to your sound healing you used um the didgeridoo like like i said like we mentioned before is an amazing instrument um you use some drums What, what other instruments in can you incorporate and i i think we've spoken about this before where you said to me it's quite um flowing in that you use the instrument that you feel is needed at the time for the people within the room so what what kind of sounds do you bring into your your evenings or journeys? Well,
0: yeah, I, I like I, I I have I'm always gathering tools and different modalities as well all the time. Like it's a session of mine, <laughs> <laughs> especially that, that addictive personality I've got to manage to channel into a healthy way. But um, and sometimes I might not even use all my tools depending on what's there. So the didgeridoos and the main one, I've got big. Crystal bowl that I got from a beautiful friend of mine. It's a real basic, massive one that I have. I used to have a few, but got this one I have now. Um, so I've got like six different didgeridoos, depending on what oh, wow. seven actually. Yeah, depending <laughs> on what they all have yeah they all have a different they all have a different uh, uh, purpose, and they all speak to me in different ways. Especially the wood, who come, they all have a different essence, depending on the singer. So I have like a journey didger, a grounding didger. I have one that's become a real kundalini awakener <laughs> it's, it's the little one which is which I've seen activate people very quickly depending on um so sometimes you have to be careful because it surprises me even sometimes what comes what comes through it's just like wow okay so if you feel it needs grounding you get the grounding picture. if you feel there's that's a full release one you get the get the little release out, which is which fire which really uh can really pick up stuff, fine tune, pick up stuff from people's or other stuff. I can't pick up, and um, and then I have the medicine drum, which is really initiates the voice, the drum. That's when yeah. things get real. And then I have I have a I have a flute that a beautiful friend gave to me as well. I have that now. Um, I have a guy which I actually it's um, not just sit to the front and you stand over the front over the people and. And that actually cleanses the aura. It's a full different experience. That That's a real grounder as well. Yeah, you really so, feel the
1: vibration.
0: Yeah, I really feel the vibration. And um, I have all these little different other bits I use to actually help people integrate. So I've got chimes. I've got like a little seed pods that I use um, with sage and palisanto at the end. And just a little, I like all gentle sounding instruments, just a little subtle stuff as well. If yeah. it, especially when people need something more gentle. Um, yeah, and I've got some shark and Fantastic. Yeah, and it's, Lots. And
1: Fantastic.
0: It's, still, it's, still, it's still building. Yeah, it's still yeah, building.
1: Yeah. It's still you need a van to cart around all that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, people are surprised I'll get stuff in my little hatchback. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. do you come from a musical background? Were you into music as a child?
0: Well, it's a story of, it's that story, which is why I'm so passionate about the voice. of I love singing. And my grandma, she was a Leo, she loved hearing me sing and I was in choirs and stuff. Oh. But then, you know, wounding around that, you know, like, oh, stop singing. You, 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 you sound terrible or whatever. Like, you start listening to those negative stories instead of the positive ones. And I think we've all got that wounding around our singing, around our voice. At some stage, someone's told us something and we've just listened. And public speaking too, like early on, same thing. Like, yeah, same thing. When I was very, very young, I around that. Um, my my nan was was actually just from the stolen generation, and that was kept quite hidden. But she was uh, she was a great. Uh, uh, or, she used to play organ in in church. Oh. So she used to be. Yeah, she used to be so I was around that all my lot. Yeah, I was around that a lot. Like, I used to play on piano and stuff, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Singing in church. I was an altar boy. <laughs> yeah,
1: wow, really. <laughs> so, what what uh, yeah. led you into deciding to take this as a a career that you can help people?
0: Well, it, it chooses you, by the way. Okay, yeah. yeah. It Good actually point. really does choose you. Yeah, it chooses you. Yeah. You, it, some people just don't hear the hear the hear the calling. They don't hear, get the lesson. Like I got so many lessons until I finally jumped in.
1: <laughs> yeah that makes total sense yep.
0: yeah yeah I had, I had like like i had i had a beautiful friend he's no longer with us um but he he introduced me to healing knowing that not realizing it being been with me my whole life which is this case for all of us and back in 2006 2007 he got heavily into chibung and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and he sort of introduced me to that and then it's It's a long story leading up, but then yeah, I had a big awakening and then all this other stuff happened and you need another podcast for all that. (laughs) (laughs) To cut a long story short, it was kind of sound through my own voice, doing rituals through my own voice. And then because I had healing energy coming through me and I was doing all these healings on people and I didn't understand it, it really scared me. I had a series of times where I'd push it down, come back up again, push it down and i'd do healings on people and then kind of fly under the radar with it and kind of you know kind of be a bit embarrassed about it and then um particularly at different times when people kept coming to me and i realized i was giving it away and that that would that's a whole other thing too like people got these gifts and they use it as a party trick that makes sense they use yeah. it as a party trick yeah yeah yep. yeah and and there's this perception out there that that uh that people with healing gifts shouldn't get in exchange for it. Yes. Is that, yeah. Yeah. I understand. And that. This perception.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And that's all self-worth stuff. And if you look at the medical profession out there right now, they're healing in a Westernized way, and it's kind of all part of the agenda. Like they're out there doing healing, and there's this, if that makes sense, and they and they're getting big amounts of dollars for it. Yes. And the truth is that, and so people who have the got the healing gifts
1: have
0: yep. been quite gaslit that, oh, shit, I shouldn't be getting any exchange for it. So therefore it doesn't come out in the world because they can't live.
1: Yeah. That,
0: you know what I mean? And they don't
1: put their value on yeah. their skills. I mean, I I did Reiki for years and also a massage therapist and the same exactly like what you are saying, I felt bad if I made money from doing the Reiki so I stopped doing it. And
0: that's exactly like yep. what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a big part of the part of the brainwashing that's happened. You know, all the shamanic cultures have been all that shamanic cultures. It's been very, you know, the the Western culture has been hell bent on wiping it out. You know, you, the history shows it thousands of years it's been, which is the true empowerment. Because yeah, 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 connecting to the earth gifts. you know it's really. You know, if you talk right, and the I others, think I'll that's a big saying, thing
1: at the moment. I think the disconnection from nature is one of the biggest problems. You know, like if people could just walk barefoot more often on the earth and and earth again, and just reconnect to nature, there's a lot of healing just in that. But that that's like you said, that's a whole nother podcast, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so many different threads we could go off on, but yeah, it's that, and that's a key part of what I talk about is bare feet. I'm, People who know me, I don't wear shoes at all. Yeah, yeah I don't wear shoes. At. It's only if I have to go out to somewhere that I. Well, fuck. I remember. I remember once it's like I didn't have a pair of shoes. I was like, "Shit, I have to go buy some for." Going <laughs> <laughs> to
1: wear them to this event. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, and as an empath, it keeps you really safe. by wearing those shoes, you always, you need to ground it out all the time. So it's kind of um. Yeah, just everything. There's been everything that you look around your house and everything around you is was all about disconnecting from our own self from the earth. Everything, uh, that that's once you go down that rabbit hole, there's no going back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how did you get into? I, I think you've you've obviously got culture in you with um, Aboriginal culture because you said your grandmother was from the Stolen Generation. Is that what led you towards the didgeridoo?
0: No, no, nice. so nice. what did no. you No, uh, well, well. as I say, I was doing healings, and then I had a friend of mine. He'd come, we'd, he'd come around and we'd do like, we'd do medicine drum on each other and smash the fuck out of each other with a medicine drum <laughs> and get this problem <laughs> And, and with them, you know, because I was doing a lot of different healing work, and I was doing my real job, so to speak, but then I'll be doing like healing work on my side, be people coming in after work and stuff. But I wasn't really charging for it. And then um then we'd go and do all this this different stuff. And I was obsessed with going to all these different events and sound healings. I I loved it. I was gonna, you know, I was doing a lot of yogi work, kaichikung, all that kind of stuff. But it was a sound that really dropped me into places that I'd never found before. So and then uh I remember going to one sound healing, and this is years ago, and I had a couple other friends in there, and they said uh and they came out and I said, Ty, we had this, they both separately came without talking to each other. They both separately came. Ty had this vision that you were playing didjo at the top of people. And I'd never picked up a didjo at that particular time. Really? No. So, yes. nah. And so, so uh, that one of those friends, one, one of those friends came around the very next day with a didge. And so I think you need to play this. <laughs> and I played it and I played it first go. Mm, <laughs> played it first go yeah play it at first go um the circular breathing is a whole new whole other thing which is which is a big thing big blockage for people about circular breathing the first thing i say to people let go of the circular breathing And it was just the vibration of that thing i was able to do because i was doing healing work so straight away i just started getting it over top of people and I, and I could feel it was it was like a huge revelation for me i was like wow this thing shifts up quicker than energy then your own hands and that, though. and being an empath, I could feel where where to go, and I was like, wow, it's huge. Revelate, like, made things safe. It was more powerful. It was, and then I just kept playing and playing and playing. I just got obsessed with it, and just kept playing and playing for my own healing. And I was having big journeys, big experiences myself, and had a series of big life events that kind of happened. That kind of, you know, big big. Like my marriage broke, and you know, I had four kids, and I had I, know, I had them by myself and i was going through a massive healing time ditch pretty much saved my life really to tell you the truth you know it gave me a channel for all that emotion that it was coming up and then in that meantime in that period i had people coming to me saying and that's how it kind of all started people saying oh can you come can you come to this we need someone to do uh, to do some um we need someone to do some sound healing with the dig you can play ditch and then it all started from there
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Obviously, you're
0: in the yeah, right yeah. zone. It was meant to be. Yeah, yeah, You kind of, that's what I say to people. When you step in, when you step in, the universe puts two hands behind your back and goes boom. But you've oh, just you got to have the courage to act good. Yeah. Yeah. Because part of me could have gone, oh, no, nah, I'm not a very good digital. And I wasn't when I, when I was back then. I, You know, like, that's how you learn. I'm not a very good display, player. And, and I wasn't back then. And I still still went and did it and that's how you kind of learn and people had an amazing experience but that's how i learned and i had my ass handed to me many many times um and that's the process
1: so yeah. you pretty well taught yeah. yourself the didgeridoo yeah. yeah yeah so have you ever actually played yeah. it with anyone else like done with yourself and someone else
0: well, well i i remember Gillian Silburn is a great dish player. He, I remember receiving one from him and he gave me some amazing advice and i end up getting one lesson with him at one stage when i was kind of on my way and he just gave me some amazing advice and then there was a beautiful noongar man that we did a <laughs> we did a we didn't i didn't know he could play dig anyway when i was unpacking my house this beautiful noongar family came around because i was giving everything away for free and they were just so grateful about receiving all this stuff and I was talking and oh my husband will come around later. So his husband came around and I started talking to him and he was just so grateful. He said anything I can do for you, brother. And, and somewhere we started talking about did did you do? And he, he turned out that he's a very gifted did you do player. Uh-huh. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he sort of told me how the how the how the noongars play. Yeah. And yeah, and that's a different way to how the white man plays, that's what he was saying. It's different. It's like you know, it's all your body when you play it's like it's it's more it's not it's ah. more. and um so then it kind of yeah so that was the kind of only two kind of lessons that i had my practice has always been what's in my body what's in my body what's here what's here and then it just kept growing from there and then different like my partner who's an amazing percussionist like she's not she was a trained orchestral percussionist oh, that trained. Wow. And actually travel around the world when she was younger very humble um she's a full-time astrologist now and um yeah she's really and, and she's a she um teaches percussion at school oh. and um music teacher and yeah yeah so she was able to get rhythm into my into myself yeah yeah so now rhythm has been an important part of, of what i do especially when you do deep, deep journeys that pulse is really important yeah yes, exactly. into my work
1: so how a did you get her? Through the music? So the music brought you together?
0: Well, yeah. Well, I actually, well, that's another story because I actually, because I was really immersed when I was going through my healing. And that's what I say to people, go to events when you're when you awake. Like, and that's what I did. I went to as many events as I could. I was I had a very solid mysore practice at that particular time. So the what time sort of practice was did you just, but you. I was going to all these events because I could feel my soul ashtanga yoga, oh. which is a warrior practice. It's very ancient practice it's kind of uh it was uh Patabi joy's kind of created it but he created it from um oh, there's another guy too he's uh the origin but anyway yeah that that's mm. a really deep cleansing practice it's quite physically challenging yeah
1: right um
0: that's kind of what I needed that particular time very sweaty practice <laughs> yeah yeah
1: quite a masculine practice and, by the sound of
0: it yeah it's quite a masculine practice um mm. while well, a lot of women do do it um yeah, okay. a lot of women do it um a strength but I, yeah well it, it 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 it's a real essence it's got a real essence to it that practice because there's a lot of uh there's a lot of ritual around it and it's like once you actually start to understand the practice it moves energy through your body yeah wow. yeah 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 and the the, the all the different all the different positions are really built to help you handle more energy, get your body strong, handle more energy to come into your body. And that's what a lot of these ancient practices were actually built for. You know, you look at Kung Fu and all those kinds of things are actually built to help help the energy flow. They're actually, even though they became like defense defense art kind of practices like martial arts, they actually were derived originally to actually help the body. So a lot of those practices, these, these conflicting type of, practices these um what do you call it uh (laughs) martial art type practice that are actually derived to actually help the body move chi through the body to help to help you connect to the earth to help to actually help heal your body to help your body strong enough to handle energy to come through your body and that's what the kind of dig does that's what the dig does too it makes you really strong particularly in in the conception uh the conception point which is when we were first conceived the conception point which is our parenting and our third eye so mm-hmm. it kind of really makes you strong down there and i'm always banging on about that talking about talking about the parenting area and the, and the dantian, which is the ling which is what they originally call it the awakening the intuition which is which is awakens our own healing and that's what they kind of say that's where the deep knowing is i'm always encouraging people to get down into the belly because everyone's up here see Everyone's Everyone up in their
1: chest, breathing
0: strong. Everyone's up in their chest. So, not only does it initiate the great mother energy, but it initiates your own healing and your own intuition, feminine energy, whatever you want to call it. Massages all your internal organs, but that kind of, um, it, you know, people call that gut feeling or feeling out my gut. That's mm-hmm. what it is, is to be able to really trust your gut again. And that's yes, why that. gut health is so important. But um, going off in so many tangents, but Getting back to how I met my met my partner. Um yeah, I was just doing, I was just doing as many, I was looking into many events as I could. And I, I and I had a very good friend at the time, well, still a very good friend of mine actually, and he and he said, Oh, you're going to this event. And I'd already paid, I, I couldn't even remember paying for a ticket. It was a drumming event. And I rocked up and um and I remember like really dropping into this djembe and stuff. And I remember this lady just coming and I was really annoyed at her. She came and just like <laughs> dropped me out of. Got me out of my out of my zone. And then I was leaving. And she was a facilitator. And then I was leaving. And then James, my very good friend, he he kind of he kind of like went like this to me, because like, I was about to leave, like and uh said come over here kind of thing. and because he was talking to my to my future partner and I hadn't never met her and he knew her quite well. And he's come over here and then he introduced me to her. Oh. And she was so like and I was just sharing and I was just sharing and I was just sharing uh, about my own, my own knowledge. She was asking all these questions and then she started talking about astrology so passionately, which was affirming everything I already knew. And it was a passion that I felt for her. I started to oh, I have met a woman like this before. And yeah. then it just all went from there. Oh, yeah. fantastic. And Sounds we,
1: like I need to interview yeah. her too. <laughs> astrology is yeah, 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 yeah. so and interesting.
0: Yeah, she, she's got a big story, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we kind of went through this journey of mutual healing from there, yeah, and we've just great. grown together. Like, we're always into everything and everything. And she introduced me to Primal Astrology, which is a big foundation of my work now.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, that's
0: fantastic. Yeah, Daniel yeah, yeah, Daniel Sawada, who's been, like, he's one of the pioneers. He's been, like, 40 years doing with, like, he's a psychotherapist too, so he, he's, he's bridged the worlds. He's one of the original guys. He actually... There's a guru called Muktananda back in the 70s. He spent time with him. There's a guy called Greg Campbell who's quite well known around here, actually, who spent time with the Aboriginals. He also spent time. I only just met him, actually, and he spent time with Muktananda as well. It turns out, I only found out last weekend, that him and Daniel know each other quite well. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so yeah. you're kind of these lineages that you kind of follow. Connect. You know, it's kind of. Yeah. Yeah, they all connect. I did they notice connect. on
1: your Facebook page that you do talk quite a bit about astrology. So... You, you do bring it yeah. in, don't you? Yeah, because it's uh, a... Okay.
0: Yeah, and when you when you read about the shamanics, it all roads lead to Rome. Like the medicine wheel, the, the circle, you see the circle a lot or you see the universe with the, the squiggle like that, like that. You see it in all the stuff and in all the different cultures and mm-hmm. they use a the wheel quite a lot, medicine wheel quite a lot and quite often they have all directions in the wheel and... And the astrology is all, and it's the connection to the stars, the astrology is linked in with the wheel. So to bring stars to the earth. So all the ancient cultures used, astrology and the earth. Uh, yeah. You know, so it's kind yeah. of, it's, again, nice. it's that's been, that's very, again, it's something that's been, again, it's something uh, that's been bastardised and called as woohoo and all mm-hmm. the all the great philosophers and all the great, uh, all, all, some of the, some of the great people that changed the world way back, like Nostradamus and all these different people, they were all great astrologers.
1: Yeah, yeah. And,
0: you know, they could, they, could, they could see things through the astrology. You know?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, the ancient. We, we need to learn more from ancient history, that's for sure. Go back to our roots. Yeah,
0: yeah. All, all the great Greek philosophers, they were all astrologers, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So, Ty, what's, what's the future hold for you? What is your next big adventure?
0: uh developing the rebirth of sound
1: okay cool
0: yeah developing the rebirth of sound uh, that was a, that was a challenge to actually bring everything back in and actually own who i was yeah you know to really own what i did and um and that's been beautiful watching that evolve as the right people come to that okay oh, if i try and water myself if i try and water myself down now it doesn't work so it's kind of i just had to embrace that yep, you know go for it. uh I am about transformation, and my stuff is a bit full on. And I kind of that thing about oh shit, I'm too, you know, I'm too much. And I kind of had to work through that. So it's kind of like it making a container where people know exactly what they're walking into. You know?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And they can so,
0: find so, you on yeah, Facebook, can't yeah. they? You're under um on um, Ditch Healing. On Ditch Healing, like you know, so lotus, lotus, lotus wellness. Yeah, that that EE eec system she's got
1: oh yeah yeah with deb the lotus wellness yeah i want to interview deb yeah. that sounds interesting yeah. i saw on facebook that you did um some work there recently
0: we're doing them every month and that's been that's been amazing what's happened there because i've been doing it for a few months now and they're always sold out Event an event in advance every time now so it's kind of yeah that's been really and the transformational stories have come out of that blowing our minds have you got one to share with me? Addictions and old patterns. What's that? Have you got a a good positive story?
1: Have you got a positive story to share with me on someone that's been to one, a great healing story?
0: uh, People, there was one particular couple that were were, um, having, you know, alcohol was a big part of their lives without realising it. It was stopping them from really progressing in their life and within three months of coming to the healings, they both stopped drinking. Oh, that's fantastic. A lot of my stuff seemed a lot, and that's uh, that's pretty common now. A lot of people will stop, um, will cut down on their drinking, caffeine, smoking, by coming to my stuff. Yeah, yeah, just by and 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 only by embracing the energy, not by giving it up. They just realise there's a better way of living, and that's kind of my journey because I, you know, I was drinking, smoking, doing all that stuff, and in 2010, I've I've a drink since
1: 2010.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you know, great. So I was. So I've had to own that story a lot. There's a whole story there, but I've had to own that story a lot because it's helped a lot of people to actually realise you can you can stop these addictions, you know. Find yeah, another they're, they're way. holding you back, whatever it could be. Yeah, I'm somewhat of a master with addictions, I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. With my own, through, through, I've got a very addictive personality. So I, I, I kind of like... You know, smoking and drinking were the hardest things. Porn and all like all, so probably in our society, um, yeah, quite often I'll, I've come across a lot of men, suicidal, They've tried everything else, so they they quite often, I like quite often I'll get a call from a parent or whatever, and it's almost like schematic first aid. But they've tried everything. They'll come here, and you are pretty much clear whatever it is that needs to be clear, and give them some steps forward, just using all these different um, modalities. I've got um. The medicine wheel and the primal work, and these different medicines that I have, um, definitely are very effective in clearing that shit. Because quite often they will walk in and they'll just begin it, and then you, you'll just clear it using my tools and a couple of different medicines, and then they'll just like, and I was like, "What the fuck was that all about?" So I'm like, "Welcome back, brother," you know. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> and, fantastic. And, 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 and giving them understanding as to what happened, because quite often, the story, astrologically, you can see, you can read the energy and look back in their pathway, and you can see what's happened, and it gives them a lot of understanding. And They go, oh, I'm not going crazy, no. So there's a lot of people experiencing awakening right now that would have been in the past thrown into, or had been thrown into institutions. Wow. And they're just enormously gifted. They're just enormously gifted. Yeah. Enormously gifted that's that time. And I think, and people think they're crazy. And, at the moment, it's, it's good to see that everyone's starting. Instead of feeling lonely, like people realise that there are other people like them. There are other empaths like them. They're not going nuts. Being able to feel everything is not—it's not a bad thing. Once you've given the tools to be able to handle, especially young crew coming through. There's so many young crew coming through right now. I'm doing healing with. That's been a very rewarding because I have like. I fought for four young adults myself, and it's that kind of thing, like my teacher says. Like, we've had some big processes with my three young boys, like three young men, I should say 19, 21, and 24, and they've had some big process because they lost their uncle. And that kind of, like, the healing I've done with them and my mutual healing with that, next thing you know, like, we're getting all this young group come through. So it's just that thing, the healing you yeah. do, you get you'll get people, it's just vibration, you'll get people that will come through of the same stuff that you've been doing your own healing on. So it gets so so you get to actually not only share how you feel healed yourself, but you're deep in your own healing. Yeah.
1: yeah. And yeah, help you know? you're able to help people more because you've got the experience.
0: Always oh, that's part of the, the healer's journey is to really own your own wounds.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, and the more you own them the more you heal the more you own them, the more you can heal them. And then and then next thing over you know, just by sheer vibration, energy people Come. that's what I've noticed like you can really get caught up on particularly a lot of people I know coming through now trying to help them like empower more healers to come through because they always talk about money
1: yeah <laughs>
0: they always talk about money and that's all self-worth stuff but when you start to do it for the right reasons and you get the exchange right people come particularly when you're doing when you when your heart's in the right place and you're you're really owning your value, people have to have skin in the game too so if they're not if they haven't haven't got that exchange you haven't got that exchange right it's more about them than you they're not going to honor the healing they're not going to get the healing that they need so the exchange is always a journey with every healer that's what i've noticed in this journey soon as you start to think about the money you're fucked. yeah you know you kind of kind of it's a real dance you know you kind of got to have that real essence of of healing yourself and healing others and quite often people People have this thing, I'm going to go out and heal people. Well, if you have that kind of mentality, you kind of, that's kind of protection too, because you kind of, what's really going on in here? Like you want to go out and save everyone because yeah. you've got to kind of, you kind of got to address that first. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, you're not going to have really any real foundation and you're going to burn out real quick. It's kind of this dance between helping people when they need, but knowing when to let them have their own process as well.
1: Yeah, and facilitating quite often, it.
0: quite often in our culture we've been taught that you got to be selfless and da, da 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 and all this kind of stuff. But the the, the greatest love of all is your own self love first, mm-hmm. and then that kind of starts to pour out to everyone else, and you kind of dance out, help someone for your own expansion, yeah. and then you need to come back in as well. So there's constant dance that happens. You've yes. got to do, you're always constantly doing your own healing work. You constantly gotta be working on yourself so you have more capacity to handle more people. That's right. And then you grow and then you grow from from doing that with people. You grow yourself. So there's mutual growth that always happens.
1: If you're not in that and space most, most, and awareness yourself, you can't then give yourself.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah. it's it's always the healer's demons that one? Like like I I have to catch myself. Like I'm always working with that energy, always working with that like changing and evolving and um with that because and it really can be really confronting especially when people power up because all of a sudden you feel you're not needed oh shit they got everything you need and I fucked off. It's got like, no 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 you kind of go oh, you kind of gotta be able to read the play when someone's powering up and be able to like let them go in a really beautiful way. Otherwise they turn on you and because we're actually hanging on to them without realizing it. Because we've gotten up to a certain point and then you got to keep growing and just trust that you're gonna that when they're ready, they'll come to you again, or they might not, which is cool. But if you got people coming on for the rowing, and they're constantly growing, you're constantly growing. That's really healthy.
1: Perfect. You know? Yeah, that's right. There's Good
0: energy. energy. There's a rhythm, you know, and it's like life. That's what I was saying in the healing last night, I did the rebirth of the sound here in Eagle Bay last night, and um, and I was talking about that, like surrendering to the rhythm, knowing that life's going to get really, really dark. It's like dark and you know, day and night. Life's going to get really, really dark, and just acknowledging that. And knowing that's the time to really either rest or process stuff, ready for when the light comes again so you can really appreciate the light when it comes and have gratitude for the light when it comes. And when the dark comes in, I'm in a process. It's, it's this um, teaching these people constantly about death and rebirth. That is true transformation. When you feel like you're going to die, just know there's a rebirth coming and you kind of can't start to get to this, you know, and it's easy for us as we get older, like we start to go, okay, I've been here before. This is a bit more full-on than what I'm used to, but I know it's another experience I can handle this. It'll pass. It will pass, which is the most wisest words that's ever been said. This too shall pass. You know? yeah. Particularly when you're dealing with mental health.
1: Yes, yeah. Particularly when
0: you're dealing with a young crew when they're getting these big things that happen to them that they've never experienced before. They do think it's the end of the world. Oh, you know? yeah. And, and that's where a lot of mental health stuff, you know. I've lost some very dear friends in the past, suicide and dumb. It's kind of like, you know, it's not taking that on either. And it's, I've had to work through that a lot with, with with people that come here as well. And it's kind of like that healthy dance again uh, uh, and, and empowering them, giving their own tools. You know, you've got to really, some, you know, sometimes you do have to be cool to be kind. You know, you got to, you can't take responsibility for them either. you got to keep constantly work on empowering. This is initiation that's happening to you. This is what you need to do. Like boom, 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 boom. And. And um, I have I have some other dear friends that work in rehabilitation facilities, and they say that um, it's not until they have the big one that they get the message where they nearly die, and we yeah. want to try and prevent that. that and because yeah. they've never had initiation, we're lacking initiation in our culture. Yes,
1: you know, we
0: don't know what initiation. We don't know what we don't know what initiation means. And um, yeah, I was having a big chat with Greg Campbell about that. We work with the Aboriginal cultures and they say that woman already has it. They're already they hit 13, 14, they've already got where men need to go through a series of 8, 9, 10, 12 levels of initiation, you know.
1: That's interesting. You know, women already it's access. how you say that because it's yeah. almost my husband and I have spoken, we have three boys, so... We've spoken about that just um, intuitively without actually knowing what it was, just saying, you know, women, like you said, will, will start menstruating around 12, 13, and they know there's a um, a change in their life they're stepping into adult woman, womanhood whereas with men they don't seem to have that like cultures in the past would have and sadly enough our culture almost says oh yay you're 18 let's go drinking which is not really what you want to do as in you know welcome to adulthood that's just to us the wrong way of no. initiating
0: yeah yeah we're, we're, we're yearning initiation but we don't know how to do it we're initiating yeah. in, in, in ways yeah and but if you look if, if I look back now, you know it's all right now, if you look back and see all those life, life is initiation. there's a series of initiations and you you start to understand that as you get all these things that happen to you. you kind of realize you don't see it at the time you kind of realize that all initiation points to actually um, own who you are. And and those initiation points will keep coming to you until you until you actually start really owning your own space and and who you are. Otherwise, it just keeps coming for you. I can tell you that from my experience. It just keeps coming until you get the message. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the same right. People keep coming. Like, why do I attract these kind of people? Why does this happen? Why? Is it? And because you're not getting the message. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. true. The universe
1: yeah. is going to keep throwing yeah. you the same things until you work it out.
0: And then you start. So for someone, for
1: um, for someone sitting at home, Ty, who has is suffering anxiety or who is suffering um you know an addiction is there a step that they can take now just to calm their energy like in the way of sound humming um singing you know like should we get back to just trying to sing and and things that we can do at our ourselves uh to empower ourselves to heal ourselves and then come and come to some sound healing events especially the ones at lotus um you know that you're going to be running in the future with with deb at Lo- is it lotus healing
0: lotus wellness yeah yeah and, yeah she's and, got this energy energy enhancement, which is amazing yeah yeah um yeah. well funny you say because that's been my direction a lot lately he's been empowering people and hunting most easy and i'm always talking about sounding practices you know, and and water, 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 water. If you're feeling anxious, jump under the cold and stop fucking having caffeine too.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> caffeine yeah. is no good for you. If you if you if you're an empath, you can have a cup of co- have, have a cup if you can. But if you feel like you need it, like I I transition people into cacao, which is very it's got no caffeine in it. Um, I find that's very it's that's been a yeah. beautiful thing to witness. Uh, I, I sell a bold, but that's been beautiful to witness that like people having um, all their anxiety is gone just by drinking it every day in ritual. You know, um, you know they they they're feeling healthier in their bodies. It, it's a superfood in its own right. Um, cold showers are really good. You know, yeah. first thing in the morning, do the hardest thing first. Like I always say, anyone's experienced anxiety, or depression, it's what you do first in the day is probably the most important thing. When you and yeah. quite often you don't want to get out of bed, so it's yeah. kind of like all right. I'm going to jump out of bed i'm going to do the hardest thing first i'm going to commit to five minutes to myself and then see what happens after that so i'm going to do the hardest thing. i'm going to jump out of bed i'm going to jump in the cold shower and, and, and always try and get in there quicker and quicker every time so i like to hit the bathroom and go one two three on under <laughs> yeah, yeah. And get through yeah. that fear and that oh and that step alone starts lots procrastination and doing stuff for yourself for the rest of the day if that makes sense so it certainly
1: do. Really we have an effective. ice bath at home. Um, my husband's got into ice therapy a lot. So, jumping in that ice bath and realizing you yes. can do it—it's—it's really—it's—it's it's definitely yep. a mental. It's never easy. It's never going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. No.
0: Nah. <laughs> no, nah, and that's why I say that's why I say do the hardest thing first. The rest is easy. Like it's kind of. And then you know, and then you, you you know, some people get bogged down. I've got to do this, but you've got that, and that creates the anxiety. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> kind of the, right. not the purpose of doing it. It's, it's right. kind of like, dude. I always say, and I and I practice this myself, like because I, I realise with what I do, like I like sometimes I'll just go, you know, I'll be if I'm doing a big healing run, I actually realised I had this big yoga practice, and I had to let it go. So I commit to at least uh, I I do the now it's for me 10, 15 minutes, but I always had to crew and then I'll do a big dig practice afterwards. But I, I always say to crew it's that if you can do that same, that one thing every day, whatever it is, but it takes two to five minutes, you do it every day, no matter what's happening, no matter how depressed, no matter what, no matter if the world's ending, that one thing you can do every day and then let the rest come after that. And it might yeah. be jumping under the cold shower. It might be like doing that hard. Like for me, like I do the opening asanas of the Ashtanga practice, which are quite hard cleansing practices. Um, I'll do that. I'll hang upside down on my hammock I'll go, and I'll hum and sound. And and then I'll, um. but I recommend to most people is to, to breathe deep into the belly. It's a very yeah. good practice, is, is to breathe deep into the belly, hold it, and then have because manifestation, because vibration plus uh, intention equals radical manifestation and healing. It just is. So if you can just get into the daily ritual for five minutes of just breathing deep into your belly, Holding the intention of what it is, you know, I am powerful, or I am healed in whatever part of your body, or I am, I am clean, whatever it is. And then and then then hum for five minutes and you keep breathing deep in, hum again. Because it's so there's so much research. There's a book called The Humming Effect, which I highly recommend everyone to read. And that is an amazing book. It has all these different practices. And I base a lot of my stuff on that, actually, called the humming. It's called the Humming Effect. And wow. you breathe deep into your belly. And it's based on 50 years of research. These guys are like hardcore, like the science of it. And you then yeah. you breathe deep in your belly and just go, mm, and it produces all these wonderful chemicals. You know, initiates the pituitary yeah. gland. It gets all your hormones going, the whole lot, just by simply sounding. Just a simple. And this is what I was talking to Greg Campbell, like getting back to the simplicity. We've all lost the simplicity. Oh, I can't be that simple. Yeah, it is sound that's all you need to do sound so uh a really good practice is to actually and i give people affirmations that come out come through is to actually start speaking into your phone record yourself and then actually whatever it is you want to read or you might write a manifestation down like record it and then play it back okay and you'll hate the sound and you will hate the sound of your own voice to start with (laughs) and this is the whole this is a. But this is the crux of the whole thing. If you don't like your own vibration, what does that say about you? Yeah. That's where self-love, you realise you hate yourself. So It's kind of our vibrations, and we all do that, and it's kind of like if you can actually start to fall in love with your own vibration, your own voice, it all starts from the humming, to be comfortable just to simply hum. There's so many more from that, but the most simple thing someone can do is hum. And to trust right. their sounding like, I want to go out and scream in the paddock, go and scream somewhere, you know, yeah. and just let it out somewhere Please. so it doesn't come out all toxic somewhere. Else. But it's part of it. If you can break through the stories that I'm busy, that's where you'll gain so much strength. Watch the stories come up. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I can't do that. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. i can
1: not do that i am so busy i am so busy yeah, definitely. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for your time. Hi. So where can people find you?
0: Ombi on bichilling. Um yeah, uh, yeah, ww.ombichealing.com. Yep. So um. Yeah. And then healing. So R M and then healing, which is when I birthed that name, I didn't realise how true it was. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Uh, um
0: the links the links on my website already. Just look up events. Um, if people want to be kept updated, just follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or I do a people are really liking the WhatsApp group I just created, which has got quite a few people in there that want to be. Yeah. You can actually just like all my events are updated in there every Monday. What's coming up, and um, that's on my WhatsApp, I'm Dig Healing Events Update. Just get on the okay. WhatsApp, you can just put yourself in the group, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, because that's what I was finding. I was finding that too, like, uh because i was keeping it so close to myself the right people will come but then i was getting people complaining they didn't know when my events were so i kind <laughs> of so created the WhatsApp, the whatsapp group so yeah oh, yeah
1: good.
0: we had the yelling up wellness festival last week which we did the sound ending for that for mental health and that was it's beautiful to see these i want to mention those because these people like dave and marie from um, kundalini yoga southwest they created that with the heart of generating money for mental health which is really dear to my heart so it's beautiful these events are coming out now and i was really all my heart's behind those events if you know like i'm that's why i was so blessed to be asked to 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 help out with this one as well and um it's really yeah it's a big part of my my my, uh my focus is to help people be empowered and um it'd be so nice if western western medicine and alternative medicine could work together instead of one Instead of one rag and the other out. They both work in perfectly harmony when they're working together. Yeah.
1: That's the yeah. way to go, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely.
0: There's no yeah. right or wrong. There's no right or wrong way. All, all roads lead to to Rome if you trust and you and trust If People start to trust their own bodies again. And I'm studying Chinese medicine too at the moment as well.
1: Oh that'd be interesting. Like that was
0: the part of when I first kind of Yeah, when I first had my, my acting back in two thousand nine, there's a beautiful Chinese acupuncturist who introduced me to Qigong. And and healthy ways of living, and he used to do talks every week. And uh, and I now kind of come back to that, where Daryl Johnson. I don't know if you heard of Darryl Johnson, very well known. He's been practicing for forty years, and um, you know, I'm doing doing a year long course with him. And he's you know he was the granddaddy of natural medicine here. and the you know, first Australian Chinese pra- Chinese medicine practitioner, and rough as hell, but. Amazing! <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> really grounded advice. A lot, of, a lot of a lot of tips he gives are very easy, very easy to do and not expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, that's good. You sound
0: like but, you've got um, a great journey ahead. Sometimes there's t- there's too many, and it's kind of because I'm so excited about all these different modalities, and it's kind of trying to find containers where you can bring them all together. um Because yeah. we're doing a math, I'm doing masculine, because I'm doing a masculine, because the experiential primal astrology is is um, I did a few of those workshops. I ran a few of those workshops, so they were extremely uh, uh, opening and very deep. Though, it took you know, it even took me a month to recover from it. So I'm doing more of them next year, which is more primal type work. You know, to so what's really that? Uh, explain that to me a
1: little bit,
0: uh, it's Daniel Soule, It's bringing, it's bringing re- That's why I birth, rebirth the sound to get more people more comfortable of to be able to release their emotions and in a safe environment because it's actually a gateway to all these other deeper modalities, you know, your plant medicines and and, and your primal work. So what it is is using an ancient shamanic wheel and it's archetypal work. So it's kind of like using the archetypes to actually uh, unlock stuff in your body that's holding you back. And it's really ancient work and it's, it, just, it just is. When you get in the wheel, it just... People just start releasing. For instance, there might be a particular something that's going on for them, and they'll get in the wheel and there'll be a particular archetype that they need to work with, and it'll just release stuff in them that needs to be released. So, I'm doing, um, I'm going to do a series of uh, masculine archetype workshops next year. I work with the guy that, with the feminine archetypes, but I think to teach people. Uh, to really embrace that masculine part and even and women as well like reclaiming their own masculine, again to break the old stories of how they've been taught to be masculine in their lives like we we don't really know what healthy feminine healthy masculine energy is because of the way we've been brought up and it's no one's fault it's just kind of like um we have these psychic stories that with this psychic gunk on us that we don't even realize these loops that are playing out that we that we don't even realize these unconscious loops and it's bringing them to consciousness yeah. You know, which can be a bit scary. So that's why I had the Rebirth of Sound to ease people into that because it can be very scary work and the inner child can go nuts and go, oh, I don't feel safe. So it's kind of making people feel comfortable in their bodies again because a lot of people, everyone's had trauma and it's kind of like, and we've had, we had to push it down, so it's kind of unlocking that because because a lot of that trauma hasn't been processed and it's keeping people in loops, yeah. keeping people in stories that I don't even realise they're in. So. I'm doing a series of them next year, and um, my partner she'll be doing um, alongside. She'll be doing more softer, um, guide type archetypal work, you know, real feminine because she's quite feminine, feminine. But she does feminine movement and brings in the medicine drum and all these different things and astrology. But yeah, um, mine will be probably a bit more primal. So yeah, about right. a series of day workshops coming uh, coming up next year. The rebirth of sound. I'll probably be doing a bit more touring of the Rebester Sound because I've been, it's, it's been, it's been, I had a lot of resistance about leaving up, but Bunbury <laughs> sort of taught me that I need to get out because Bunbury's just going off up there. They're just, they're just craving for it. Yeah, yeah great. That's what I love about the Bunbury mob. They're just, they're just, ready to embrace their own growth, man. They're just like frothing up there. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I, I, I found the same when I went to Gerald and all the crew there, they're all facilitators and holding space for so many people because it's so they're in the trenches up there, man, like they really are. They're dealing with some heavy stuff. And when I went up there, they're just all, all facilitators and they all said, yeah, we haven't been held for a while and they just went nuts.
1: Oh, that's great, Ty. Thank you so much. Like Ta-da. I really appreciate your time. You've given me so much time today and um, I know that I really loved your sound healing and I can't wait to actually do it again and I and I look forward to Catching up with your partner and learning more about what she does because that certainly interests me too.
0: Yeah, it's, it's that, Stacey's astrology and rhythm. She's actually really—you can't, you won't. She's actually so busy right now. She's actually, um, she's actually a part of this uh, worldwide um, course, and she's actually one of the tutors. So she's tutoring 30 students right now. So she's been this container, like flat, out. flat yeah. out, yeah. So she's really stepped in, and um, people are realizing astrology just isn't 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 like a, a sunday times read your stars thing it's it's <laughs> it's it's the real deal it's yeah. the real deal oh, the, the real deal. two
1: of you together i love that combination of what you're doing together that's that's fantastic
0: well, well we're doing we're doing we, we, we're doing the summer we're doing the summer equinox together um on the 21st of december at eagle bay
1: okay yeah Sounds that's way
0: i yeah that. Yeah, that's all. I love. We always love coming together and doing stuff together. That's always a good, good event. That one. Yeah, yeah. We try and hit every equinox and every solstice together, and that's that's been a good commitment for us to come together and do that. Especially with her with the drum, she's amazing. She.
1: Well, you you seem to be very uh, happy and happy, and I'm glad things are going well for you. And you know, all the best. I hope it continues in this direction.
0: And I want to thank you for doing this podcast too because I know it's very close to your heart. And um yeah, and it's just its a pity me the whole thing. Like, yeah. So, oh, yeah, pleasure. really want my to thank for, for doing, you for doing, for doing this. Yeah. So, thank you. My
1: yeah. pleasure. And, um, my absolute pre- yeah. pleasure. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah.